0: Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That Podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait! this week, let's check in with what's going on so far in your MTHFR journey. If you've been following the process this season, you will have noticed that I haven't really addressed what we're doing in a while. So let's touch base. There's some reasonably long stretches on this journey where we aren't really changing things. Doses are pretty much staying the same, and it might seem like not much is happening. The reality, in fact, is that lots of things are happening in your body, but none of it needs additional input from you. This phase of the journey is what I like to call burning through the backlog. When you first started diet changes and methylfolate or SAMe or whatever workaround you're using, you see the immediate activation of the methylation cycle. And there's some immediate health changes that go along with that. Usually, that feels like a better or more stable mood, less anxiety, etc. After that initial balancing phase, the progress slows down, but it isn't because your body has stopped doing things. This part actually involves unpacking your body's to-do list, all of the things that it couldn't do in the past because methylation just wasn't really happening fast enough. It's a time of more subtle change, where neurotransmitters are slowly coming into balance, toxins are slowly being eliminated, Inflammation is slowly decreasing, and oxidative stress is slowly balancing out. Even your hormones and energy levels are being influenced in this process. You guessed it. Slowly. So it's easy to forget some of the basics while you're in this phase, because, frankly, you're not adjusting things, so it's easy to lose track of the idea that things are happening. So the first thing I want you to do this week is take a look at the things you should be doing and tighten up where needed. One, folic acid. Make sure folic acid is actually out of your diet and supplements and isn't creeping back in without you noticing. Make sure also you have a balanced diet with natural folates. Lots of fruits and veggies, as much fiber as you can pack in there. Moderate protein, not too high, not too low, and plenty of good food sources of natural folate. Lentils, black beans, spinach, asparagus, dark green leafies, avocados, marmite, any kind of bean or pea you feel like eating. Also, multivitamin. It's really important to keep the background of other B vitamins, right? This isn't just about folate. It's the one that gets all the attention. But it needs all of the other Bs to function. So a good basic multivitamin will kind of cover all the bases. Because all of the processes that are happening now, from neurotransmitter formation to detoxification to energy production to balancing your oxidative stress and reducing inflammation, needs a good solid basis of all of those Bs. Sleep and rest. So I really enjoy the paradox presented by this particular issue. Most of my clients say they would love more sleep and rest, but it's always the hardest possible thing to actually do. Just keep trying to work actual sleep, and actual rest into your schedule. Moderate exercise, because generally, MTHFR folks do best with regular exercise, but not extreme exercise. Ironically, we tend to push ourselves, so there are lots of us who are professional athletes and serious competitive athletes, but for those people, it's important to make sure methylation is balanced and to compensate adequately for the extra damage being done. And detox support. Since detoxification is such a huge part of this phase of burning through the backlog, it's important to give your body the support it needs. This could be in the form of a gentle detox tea, castor oil topically, it could be extra sweating it out in a sauna or a hot car or whatever you happen to have, extra dietary fiber, or some mishmash of all of these things. We've done posts on detox support as well, and entire podcast episodes. So let's also talk about optimizing your dose of whatever methylation driver you're using. So the supplement or supplements that you're taking that specifically support methylation should be dose-checked occasionally, maybe quarterly in this whole process. This could include any one of the following. 5LMTHF or another form of methylated folate, folinic acid, or SAME. These supplements are all pushing that methylation cycle forward and so may need an occasional check to see if you're still taking the right dose for you. Usually, this means trying to increase your dose slightly to see how you feel. Generally, in this process, you increase by the smallest increment you can find and make sure you're using your symptom tracker for a couple of weeks before and after so you can see if there are changes that you might not notice. If you feel fine with the higher dose, that's great. Keep using the higher dose, unless you start to get symptoms that indicate that it's too high. If you get symptoms right away or within the first two weeks, then go back to your original dose. Typically, too high a dose of anything that drives methylation feels hypercaffeinated. It's anxious, restless, can't settle down, fidgety, has a racing heart, or feels like all out panic. If you're noticing any of that, even if it's a small change, like Maybe no anxiety other times, but suddenly when you drive on the highway, you're very stressed out. Mm, That might mean that your balance would be better with a little bit smaller dose. And what about other supplement routines? So for some people, taking supplements that take an alternate route through the methylation pathway rather than methylation drivers is the best path forward. Especially if you're starting out from a kind of messy health place. These are supplements like methionine or choline. Methionine just gives you more of the raw ingredient to make SAMI, and choline cuts through the middle of the methylation cycle as a viable short-term workaround. These are great band-aids, but probably not the thing you want to be relying on long-term. If you're looking for long-term solutions but can't really manage any of the true methylation drivers, like methylfolate, SAMI, or folinic acid, then choline is the better of these two band-aid options. You do still need the other B vitamins and as much natural dietary folate as you can manage. Moving forward, it's a good idea to check in with your body quarterly to see if your dose is sufficient or if you're getting enough for your body's needs right now. Your dose will always be somewhat changeable. Eventually, you'll actually catch up with all the things on your body's internal to-do list and need a far lower dose, so watch for that too. There may be those anxious hyper-symptoms all of a sudden with a dose you've been taking. If that happens, keep it on your radar that your best dose might need to decrease, too. Thanks so much for listening today, and give some thought to joining us in Genetic Rockstars, the MTHFR community. This month, we're talking about some of the links between MTHFR and histamine, and it's a great way to meet people who understand what you're going through and who have incredible information to share. Thanks so much.